We're all curious about various subjects and topics of interest. Today, I'm proud to carry you through the Hi, you're listening to Curing Curiosity. I'm Rose Christopher, and it might be a bit different because you'll be seeing faces for once. I normally don't do this. I usually do audio. <laughs> so if I can get it to the point that you can see faces, this is what I look like. This is what my guest Christian looks like. He's already been on the podcast before, second time this season. Um, I'll probably link the episode that he was in down in the description. If I forget to, don't worry about it. <laughs> so anyways. Damn, I uh, forgot that I was in your podcast before. <laughs> Jeez. Halloween. <laughs> That's my bad. It's all right. <laughs> How are you doing, Christian? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm a bit tired, but you know, I'm ready to yeah. talk, ready to have, have some fun. Yeah, time zone differences because I'm in ESD and you are in Britain time. I don't know the exact time zone <laughs> number, it's... but still. Six. It's, I mean, it's still kind yeah. of early. Six thirty-nine. Yeah, it's it's five I, I hours was, ahead. I yeah. was out volunteering today, so it was quite intense all day work. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So if I can get to the point that you can see our faces, I've done a good job. If I haven't, still audio only. It'll be fine. I can work that out later. <laughs> so the topic for this week's episode is how music defines us. And Christian, if you don't know, he's written songs he's been playing guitar since you were 11 you had mentioned yep. and you make song covers on your youtube channel which again in the description i'll remind that at the end but so just what does music mean to you let's start off with that oh wow get, get, going right deep for the deep <laughs> questions right yeah. that. oh god um what does music mean to me I don't think there's like one definitive answer. So I'm mm-hmm. going to try and answer this with several different answers. Music to me personally, it's especially now I've gotten older as well. It's changed because when I was growing up, music was, you know, I grew up on like rock and metal music. I was part of the alternative crowd. And, you know, for me, it was, it was a way of keeping going. I felt very like outcast from, you know everyone else i know it sounds all cliche but i think most teenagers growing up at least 10 years ago or whatever like felt that way these days it's a bit different everyone's kind of into everything yeah but back then it was a bit more inclusive and stuff mm-hmm. so back then it was you know i suppose my point being it was about identity for a long time and then when i started becoming a musician and writing my own music i then began to listen to like all different genres and sort of educating myself on it so then I guess I became like a, you know, I took it more seriously and, and took it like as something that you study and you learn from. And, you know, inevitably you end up listening to all these different genres and decades of music and stuff. But I'd, al- I'd always been listening to different types of music f- from a very young age, you know, because the same old thing of, you know, you listen to what your parents listen to yeah. and then you, you get into like, all sorts of stuff but i've always had a very open mind to music and as i've gotten older like now i listen to literally everything but it's more based on mood so like i don't really listen to like metal as much anymore like i really have to be in a very specific mood to do that but um 
you know, I'm very open-minded to music. I'll always try new things and, and whatever. So there's that element to it. But I suppose the biggest thing for me, like as in to, to fully answer the question of what it means to me is like music is, I feel like it's a soundtrack, like, you know, soundtrack to your life, you know, exactly. and everyone, yeah, the, yeah, you can make the music. It's a thing that we do. We inevitably attach meaning to music probably without even thinking about it a lot of the time you know something like i'm sure everyone here has like dated someone and attached a song to that that point in their life and now you can't listen to that song anymore like i know i've done it like <laughs> i <laughs> don't think true. i have so i haven't been on that yeah ever. give us some time i mean it's not just dating people but like for yeah. instance there's there's certain you know bands and songs that you know remind me of certain times like you know, when I was living abroad in Europe, there was music that I was listening to from, from that country. And, you know, whenever I listen to it, that reminds me of that time, you know, and yeah. pulls me back. And then there's other times, you know, that I can't even explain. You know, sometimes I'll be listening to like a classical song, and like some Chopin or something, and I'll just randomly start getting like really emotional because I feel like the music is... Um, sort of reaching me on a level that I don't really understand. So now I kind of feel like music is this like magical kind of thing that, you know, can really just change everything. It can it can uplift you. It can bring you down. It can <laughs> sound too clingy, uh, cl cringy. Uh, yeah. It can move you. It can touch you. It can, move, yeah. you know, all of this like, stuff. Like music, music has that power of just bringing you back and having like these crazy nostalgic trips. Yeah. And that's, I actually love that sometimes. Is if I listen to a song that I haven't heard in a while since I was in elementary school, just all like I'll listen to it on repeat multiple times, sing along with it, and just have I a literally, good time. I've got this pl one playlist. It's a indie experimental playlist, <laughs> and it's basically it's just indie music, and then that I used to listen to when I was a teenager, and then a bunch of experimental stuff. And I swear to God, every time I, I put it on from the very first song i'm just brought back to like being 13 14 years old again i'm just like how how is this possible how can it make me feel like exactly how i felt then that's mad <laughs> honestly yeah. just like i understand like with like the whole genre stuff like don't listen to it, like all the stuff that you do like when you did back then i remember when i was younger i i don't think i listened to a lot of music i, I think i find myself listening to more music than i do now than i was younger yeah is uh, like a lot more time in like when i need to wind down or like you said with a certain mood like i can be in like a really happy mood so, like i want like an uplifting song it's like like something like will make me feel good or like i'll listen to some queen like bohemian rhapsody and just like go all powerhouse and just <laughs> yeah i'm the same i'm exactly the same but you know what? i i find myself maybe i'm just like one of those like hopeless romantics that likes to punish themselves or something because sometimes like oh. when i'm feeling like really depressed or something Sometimes I'll just actually go and listen to depressing music. And I'm like, I'm not that type of guy. I, I, I want to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I inevitably find myself listening to this again. <laughs> I don't That's know. Maybe it's, maybe it's that kind of like, you know, like you're sitting there and you're, you're like, oh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm such a deep person. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's like every once in a while I listen to like these like ballads in like slow songs. Like, not because I'm yeah, sad. Yeah, like, sometimes yeah. they do it when I am sad and just, like, this is how I'm feeling. This song gets me. But, <laughs> like, also because they're just really nice songs. Also, like, I find myself also listening to a lot of, like, love songs, like, romance songs. Mm. 
like just because I love that genre entirely. Fair play. It's just like it's so nice just like be able to like hear that like a, a dance or like a prom or a wedding. It's the perfect like genre for that. Unless you're like at a wedding and you just blast like metal music and like if that's that the case, would be like, sick. Though, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like that, the first. That's the thing about metal music, man. Like, I grew up as a metalhead, and <laughs> even though I don't really listen to it much anymore, like, say, for, like, the gym or, or very special occasions or whatever, if, if I go to, like, some event and someone puts on some metal, I'll be the first one to just jump into that pit and be like, yeah, f- hell yeah, like, metal music, man, let's go. <laughs> and people- I some swearing, I heard it. <laughs> oh, I struggled. I, I struggled. Yeah. This is like, imagine just going to, like, this formal event like a funeral or a wedding and just metal music <laughs> comes on and just like the first dance with like the, the, the bride and groom, just metal music, just like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's just, I would love this if, is like, sick. I would, it would be like, I'd love it if you go to a, yeah, a funeral, sorry, not a funeral, um, <laughs> <laughs> a wedding and they put on like, you know, like some cannibal corpse. Like, Hammer, smash, face, <laughs> dum, 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 dum. <laughs> It's like, thank Jesus. God, it's just like rocking. It's like, hell yeah. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, that would be epic though. That would actually be, I, I, yeah, I'd be down for that. Watch well, it, like, it probably like already happened at one point because you never know. Oh, dude, like, like, there's people that have like Star Trek themed weddings. There's everything. Yeah. Honestly. We're a weird species. Just- <laughs> Humans are weird. That's just what we learned. <laughs> yeah, but like, getting back on the whole music thing. Holy crap. <laughs> like, music has, like, like has a lot of power over somebody. Mm. And I think because he used, like, music therapy as well. I know my friend, he wants to go into music therapy. But he was unfortunately rejected from her program of choice. Why? Which absolutely sucks. And I, and I honestly feel bad for her. And I've already mentioned this before. But she wants to, like, go into music therapy. because She's been playing the piano since she was around six years old. And honestly, people who have... Honestly, I honestly have a lot of respect for people who've played instruments since they were young, young, like absolutely like kindergarten young. And so sometimes I think of just like maybe I should have done that when I was younger, probably done something. And like by now I would actually be like I know how to play an instrument. You but still can I don't Yeah, you still can. I mean I made an entire episode of like self teaching and like when like it's never too late to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm I'm promoting my own podcast on my podcast. This is when it gets like meta. <laughs> But still, but yeah, but still, it's it's never too late to learn something new. Like, I, me- I, sorry, can we just back meta. up? What does what does meta mean? Because I'm hold I'm on, too, I'm, I'm gonna get game. my phone real quick because that's on my bed. No, no, sir. <laughs> I don't know why I said meta. I'm, I'm getting to honest. this point now. Where I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with popular culture, and I've definitely heard meta because I'm I'm very into like memes and stuff. But I'm still there's still words I hear, and I'm like, what does that mean? Hmm. Okay. To me, transcending. Me- hmm. transcending. Uh, so, meaning more comprehensive or transcending? That. Thank you, uh, Wikipedia. That that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why I said meta. I don't know. Why. I don't use like a lot of slang term for like this I generation. Yeah, it's I thought just... it kind of meant like um, unnecessary. Like, oh, that's probably I probably used it wrong. I I don't use a lot of slang term for like this generation. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> oh yeah no i've i've got to the point now where i'm like it's unacceptable for me to use the slang that the younger generation is using because i'm too old for that now like it's lit (laughs) it's like why i can't no i can't be i'm sure i've said that you know occasional words will drop here and there but like yeah no 
can't can't be saying. Yeah, it's just like for me, even I'm in this genre. I'm Gen I'm Gen Z, right? But still, <laughs> why? Really? You yeah, don't, you don't I, like I, I, I don't know. It's just not my style. Like, I don't know why. It's just weird to say, like, oh, it's lit, fam. It's just, like, who's <laughs> proper sentences and words. It's, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny when someone says that and they never, like, they never normally talk that way. So, yeah. like, oh, yes, I was going to this place with my friends and, you know, it was really lit, fam. Yeah. And you're like, no, 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 like, I, I'm that person, like, I'd have, I'd, I'd say my vocabulary is, like, like, I have a wide range of vocabulary, because I, I used to write a lot of poetry, like, a lot of slam poems in my free time. I know I'd be in class just writing them, because, like, slam poetry as well, it's just, doesn't have to necessarily rhyme, like, mm. you can just go inside a flow, like, how, like, go with the flow, in that case. So, I feel like I have, like, a wide range of vocabulary, and each time, I, like, I'm texting somebody, and I use that vocabulary, like, like big words like, yeah. like for example c- conglomeration like yeah. an entire mass of something i'm not getting i've i've had them before say like yeah english please it's like that is english <laughs> thank yeah, you yeah i i have the same problem um because like generally speaking i i would say most of the you know complex terminology i use <laughs> tends to be yeah in letters you know I, I do a lot of like freelance marketing uh, like as a day sort of job thing so I, I tend to use a lot of complex words right but in day-to-day conversation less so but yeah occasionally a word will slip out or something but when i use it i'm not meaning I'm, i don't even think about the other person <laughs> i'm thinking yeah. about like it's quicker to say this than it is to explain do you know what i mean yeah. like because sometimes you've yeah. got that word which just explains uh something that would take you a minute to explain so it's like yeah. well why don't i just use this word <laughs> yeah. this is like well like when i'm trying to say like i have a bunch of stuff to do this week. it's like i have this like, entire conglomeration of things i have to do it's like it's easier to say those words instead I, of, like, I started using, to explain it what was that word i started using recently like amalgamate or amalgamation, amalgamation. <laughs> yeah that's the one amalgamation yeah, yeah. i started using that recently it's like you have this amalgamation of crap over here it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is like, I, but I also love it when my friends say it's just like, yeah, English, please. And I have to, like, I don't like saying like dumb it down because that sounds mean in a way. It's like try to like simplify it. I love. There's a scene. I was rewatching the first Avengers the other day, and there's a brilliant scene that tip like explains this, where uh, Tony Stark is like sort of shouting at Captain America, and he's like, in science talk, he's like saying like to basically go and pull this lever, and yeah. <laughs> Captain America's like. <laughs> English, please. And he's like, you can see Tony's face just kind of goes, and he's like thinking for a second, like, oh, how can I dumb this down? See that red lever over there? <laughs> Pull that. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, like English was like, oh, God damn it. Like, I, I felt so nerdy as well because I remember the first time he said that, I, I knew what he meant. And I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> such a nerd. It's like when you like, someone's like <laughs> super, like, if you ever watch like The Big Bang Fairy which yeah, is like all like yeah. theoretical physics and stuff like that and they like explain something like you get what they explain then yeah. it's like dumbed down for other people it's just like but <laughs> and that's the thing like, i'm not i'm not even a, a big science guy like i love science but i'm not a big guy in terms of the technology uh, terminology and, so, yeah. and particularly the maths 
but I said, yeah, I get it. I get the theories and, and you know, all yeah. that. And then, so I, I get why, like, for instance, they get so excited about like string theory and stuff. Yeah. Right? But yeah, there's just so many points when, like, when they're explaining stuff to like Penny and it's like, yeah. oh, come on, man. Even the average person mm-hmm. knows this. And this then, and then every once in a while you have her that's like, she knows something, but just because she looked it up on her phone or she was taught it. It's like, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least she's learning, though. That's, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, she is. You know. Oh, that was a good show. I think if nothing time. else, that that show teaches you that like it's not so much about well I don't know the lesson I got from that like with um, with Penny's character is that you know like she always had a keen mind and that's what you should have as a scientist yeah you know it's it's not about like being super intelligent it's more about like having a keen mind and being open to concepts and open to learning yeah and by I the end so. she knows quite a bit so it's, yeah you know. I mean it's it's always important to be like be open to learning something new and this new experiences in general in life you only i mean I, this can be controversial depending on who i'm saying this is you only have one life like yolo and that's <laughs> I'm using more terminology that i don't use anyways but still cause, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> exactly because in, in very basic terms we all only have one life like we all have a clock slowly ticking down to zero it's gonna one day hit zero and just done we all and eventually, die. <laughs> <laughs> we live. Yes. And then it, life is an inevitable march towards death. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Anyway, thank you for listening. Okay. <laughs> but it's like always trying to like never take life for granted. And I'm pretty sure at one point I have. I'm guessing I have in my life. I'm pretty sure all of us have at one point taking it for granted. He's like, oh, but I can do this later on in life. So like, you don't know that. Yeah, Nobody I, I really knows anything. I agree. I agree. Yeah, if you got an opportunity to do something now, do it now. Like, do it now. Yeah. yeah. I've had so many friends over the years that have unfortunately passed away young, taken their lives, all of that stuff, and all of them were brilliant people. You know, like like good people would have done loads of stuff with their life. You know, so yeah i say take advantage of every day and and make make it count as much as you can you know and i know that's an annoying thing to hear i know a lot of people are like oh you can't live every day like it's amazing (laughs) but you can look at every opportunity that's presented to you and say do you know what i will go for because here's a really good example yeah i know Mm -hmm. it's a bit weird because of covid but let's just imagine covid's not a thing for a second right you, everyone's had that thing where you know you get a choice between hey i go out with these people don't really know maybe it's awkward i don't know or i can just go home and do the same thing i do every night but you never know like who you're gonna meet the experience you're gonna have yeah what's gonna happen like everything like you could meet like the love of your life there you could meet someone who's gonna change the way you think like there's so many possibilities but if you just Honestly, go yeah. home yeah if you go home and do nothing then you, you miss out potentially yeah it's like and you yeah you might be comfortable doing like but this is the same thing i do every night i'm comfortable with it like you don't want to go outside your comfort zone but at one point you have to and i've done that before because i remember when i was in high school um we had this opportunity to go and something called leadership camp where it's all the like it's like schools in our school district like the emsb the english montreal school board we'll just go to this camp like some students from that will go to this camp and all meet each other and like bond and do like leadership work and just have a good time over the next three days two nights and the first time i went honestly that was amazing that's like one of my real first times like going outside of my bubble and meeting new people and i've met a lot of cool people some 
some I still keep in touch with. I don't keep in touch with all of them. I'll admit, because that's a lot of people. I've, I've gone for, what, three years in a row? Oh, cool. And then cool. COVID hit, and it got canceled, unfortunately. Because I remember I was, like, sitting up, like, it was the night that it was supposed to happen, like, this year. And just think about it, so it's like, it's not happening. All the delegates and the animators and organizers that are just, have worked towards this point, it's just gone. And, and it sucks, because you put so much work into something mm-hmm. and this can go for like a lot of people during COVID. You have all these events and all these plans that you want to do like summer vacation. I know uh, my high, like high school graduations and proms just gone and stopped and canceled because of this pandemic. Yeah, I feel really bad for people that lost out on their graduations and stuff like that sucks. Hopefully, hopefully like something will be arranged later on. Well, Maybe. how it went with my school um, my school did like um, a garden party type thing. Where, That's like, cool. I mean, we it's supposed to happen like at the end of the year, anyways. But it's mm. like usually how it works is like all the like all the the graduating um, level. I, I was gonna. Say, I'm using my terminology how I say it in here. It's all, all the secondary five students, like all grade eleven students, go into the gymnasium, like all formally dressed up, like have a nice brunch. Cool and stuff. But this this year how it works, we had to fill something out online and schedule when to go into school. And so I went to like one of the first times. It was early in the morning. Went my friends, no mask on, whatever, talked. And all the teachers and staff are just outside greeting us and inside. They're all clapping for us. I remember because I was what one of the first two people to walk in that day with my friend Daniel. So <laughs> just like, and who <laughs> did Honestly, it's like <laughs> the most overwhelming and like great sensation. Just like have all them rounding up, like a round of applause. In, like, in your in your head, you just dun 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 We are the champions. Like, <laughs> honestly, that was actually one of my favorite days, like of twenty twenty so far. I'll be honest. Cool, man. And then like we got dope. like goodie bags. We got a. Not really. I have it right here, actually, if I can show it. We got, like, this little diploma type thing. It wasn't an artificial diploma, but they gave it to us just, like, like here's a little something. And it came in, like, a package like this. My name's at the top, but it's very hard to see in the camera. But, yeah. And if I open it up, we got something like that. What and is then this? Is this a certificate or something? It's basically, like, a, a diploma, but not a real diploma. Wow, they put a lot of effort into making a legit, but it's like fake diploma. <laughs> it's basically a, it's a certificate. That's what it is. We we do yes. this thing. I don't know if other countries do this, but in, I remember when I got my degree, like I'd already got the degree, like the physical certificate beforehand. But when I actually went to the ceremony, the graduation ceremony, the principal just gives you like a piece of paper. You know, like that the looks like it's the actual thing, but yeah. it's not. It's a piece of paper, and it's got like a bow on it. And you you take it and you walk yeah. by, and you know you do your pictures, and it's all great and everything. And then you actually open it up, and it just basically has like a welcome, like oh, well done, blah blah blah. Here's a poem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like here's this piece of paper with luck. a poem on it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Good luck. I mean, See, uh, we got your money. <laughs> honestly, like I don't think we're actually. I think. Our graduation may have been cancelled. I know our prom has been cancelled because, let's be honest, I'm actually kind of happy that our prom was cancelled because 
How the I, hell were you going to do prom during COVID? <laughs> I never went to prom at high school, and I'm oh. still like, I'm still glad I didn't go. It sounds awful. <laughs> uh, I mean, originally I had planned not to go, but then yeah. my friends made me just like, oh, you're not going to prom. Go to prom. It's like, Jesus, fine, I'll go. Like, That's I'll cool that your friends give a shit, though. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. You know, it's good that my friends care about me and want me there. It's like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like no, no, no one cared that I went to, to that I didn't go to prom. No, no one mm. slightest. Like people asked, like out of interest, but no one cared. And like, what, what the hell is wrong with you people? You have a person right here that's amazing. That's fine. Person. I I hated everyone back then, so <laughs> I, I kind of I just took it as a feather in my bow. Like yeah, screw you like, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else they What else they give us during this like little makeshift garden party? I got cookies, and I have yet to open Ooh. this up and eat it because I'm saving it. What for? Um, rainy day. Nothing. I'm just saving it. I'm not gonna eat it. Memories. Oh, just forever. Yeah, it's been like that since um, I think June or July. Since then, so it's been like a few months, and so gonna, I have to back up for this. You're gonna you're gonna for, put it in formaldehyde and put it. In. <laughs> I have to back up for this because it's a kind of a big thing. So for all the graduates of that year, got a little custom sign. Oh snap! There you go. So it's like congratulations to our graduate, and it's like my name, my my grad picture. And Damn. we gotta take this home as well. <laughs> it's like before entering, we were told grab your sign, and it's just like, oh shit, we have to grab this and bring it in with us. <laughs> oh no, oh yeah. that's awful. Hey, we carried it home, and I'm talking to my friend Patrick. It's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like holding a sign up saying that that says I am amazing, and going <laughs> like, look at me, <laughs> go me. Yeah, yeah like, I was talking to my friend Patrick like at the end before I left. And he said, like, I have to take this on the bus with me. It's like, so? Take it on the bus with you. You're graduated. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to. It's like, okay. I'd be embarrassed by that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I went home by car. So I, I got a lift home. So I didn't know. <laughs> and anyways, going on to, like, you had mentioned the Avengers. So let's talk about, like, the scores and the music in movies as well. Cool. All right. Have a big impact on those. Mm, absolutely. Like, they can... I'd say it can make or break a movie. The mm. I don't know about break. It can make a movie even better. I, do you know, that's a good thing. That's a good point. I don't think I've ever heard a movie with like a bad score before. Like where no. the music doesn't fit or something. It's always I been... I mean, it might not be as impressive as other movies, but it's still good. Yeah, because the music is either epic or it's just kind of there setting the scene, isn't it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like Friday the 13th, like that like creepy... Like ish music and like the, the sound. I think I think I think the 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 standard, if you like, is like Star Wars. Like yeah, you know, the score for Star Wars is so epic and like creates the right level of anticipation. Like yeah. uh, you know, every time Darth Vader's on the screen, it's Imperial March, and it's like, it's like you feel da, like da, 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 you feel the like <laughs> evil and the epicness of the situation, yeah. and, and like, like like builds up like. And Tesla, and you just get like more excited as you go on. And I'll, I'll admit something: I've never watched an entire Star Wars movie <gasps> or Star Trek. I, 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 I think I've watched more Star Trek than I have Star Wars, but that's what? because my parents like watching Star Trek. <laughs> for for nothing, if nothing else, you should watch Star Wars because of the incredible music. Yeah, it's like I'm not into like that whole sci-fi thing, like, but the music is <laughs> like. I think I know. I think the guy. I think his name is John Williams. I could be wrong, it, but he's John he's Williams. Is, 
is amazing and epic. Yeah, I think he's composed like so many classic movies, like especially like '90s, early 2000s movies. Like I, um, I can't think of lots of Spielberg movies for sure. Yeah, um, and they always tend to just be perfect for like situations and 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 stuff, and really like fit the um the movies and and like for instance, I think he did like Jurassic Park and that i mean you know with a movie like that you don't think that you're gonna remember the music do you know what i mean yeah but you do like it's such an iconic theme it has some sort of impact on it you might not like like oh what do you think of star wars like the music is epic like you might go there and like go first but it's like like the actors and how the like story is portrayed yeah yeah, one of the first things then you might add on music but yeah I, i did look up john williams and movies yeah he did jurassic park 3 this is one did Harry Potter as well. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah. Home Alone too. <laughs> you did Home Alone too. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Oh, and Indiana Jones. That's nice. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. John John Williams is epic. He's a great composer. Absolutely. Oh, epic. <laughs> it's like okay. Le epic. Le epic. <laughs> Le epic. Yeah. I think if if you want to say le epic, I don't think you actually. That's not even like French grammatically correct. No, but I know, how I French? Know. It's it's what it's it's because I'm old and like everyone yeah. used to say that in like the early two thousands internet. Everyone was like le yeah. epic. If you want to be like, even like take it up and not do l apostrophe then epic because you can't have two vowels next to each other unless it's an apostrophe. So it's like lepic. <laughs> just lepic. Lepic. You made a new lepic. word. Uh, honestly, actually, that was actually an assignment for mine for um my anthropology course to we create to do... a word. But no, it's like it was word weaving, so create a new word or metaphor, catchphrase, and try to get it spreading. And so I created the word Tetris cashier because that's a nickname I gave myself while I was working. <laughs> Tex- Texas cashier. No, no Tetris, not Texas. <laughs> Tetris ca- cashier. Yes. I posted it on Urban Dictionary. So if you go on UrbanDictionary.com and type Tetris Cashier in, I have posted it. <laughs> wow, there you go. Yeah, so basically it's just a way for me just like, why not give myself a name? I'll just say, by the way, the people that post on Urban Dictionary, thank you so much because I've learned s- the meanings behind so many slang words because of Urban Dictionary. Like it's yeah. actually a useful resource. Despite all of the crap on there, like is that? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna find some really weird words and phrases, but you can like get some really great like slang terms out of it. It's just like how Urban Dictionary like describes NASCAR. It's just like turning in a car for like four hours, turning left in a car for like four hours. Just like that's how they they describe NASCAR. Yeah, I I don't understand how people can like. I don't mean to be mean, but like NASCAR, Formula One, horse racing, all of this stuff. I don't get it. Like we in England, I don't know if we still do it, but when I was growing up, I remember distinctly we had uh, five channels. Like this is how old I am, five channels on a regular TV, and I can't remember which one it was. I think maybe BBC Two or something. But like on a Sunday, there was nothing on. You know, after the cartoons end, you got nothing to do. So it's like boring sports, you know, cricket, whatever. And then on Channel Two would be Formula One for like three hours and a couple of times i would just sit there and just out of intrigue like why why is this on what why do people watch this and it's it was just like so boring <laughs> so I mean, boring i understand like some people get like excited about it and it's like 
Oh, it's cool. Oh, your camera. <laughs> oh, you've lost me. You've lost me. Don't worry, I'll come back. All right. <laughs> Stuff will be fixed. Don't worry. But yeah, I mean, I know some people get like excited about NASCAR and like Formula One. It's just to me, it's just like, hey, he's back. Like, just to me, it's like you're just turning left. It's turn turning left simulator, and it lasts four hours. That's the entire game. <laughs> Like, if somebody made a game called Turning Left Simulator and the entire game was just four hours long, that's the entire team of NASCAR. But based on the way the world is right now, I bet you any money that game would do really well. <laughs> Let's see if that's an actual game. <laughs> There's people that play Farming Simulator. Yeah. You can work on a farm, for real. Why would you buy a game where you can simulate farming when you could just turning... go work on a farm? Oh, turning Left Simulator. Is that a thing? I mean, I get The Sims, but it is. It's got to be a thing. Oh, God, I think it is a thing. <laughs> Anyways, I'll look more into that afterwards, because if that's an actual game, somebody took the time and said, like, I'm just, uh, you could only turn left. That's all you can do. <laughs> like, such a boring game, though. It, be. <laughs> it depends, man. People are weird. Yeah. People are into anything these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so right now I'm going to ask you a few questions that I'm going to think of right on the spot. So uh, right now, because basically, you know, different like music can change. Like, oh, like you might like this song now, this song and then next time. So right now, what is your favorite song to listen to? There's this song by a band I discovered recently. Um, so the song is called Here, Here I Dreamt I Was an Architect by the decemberists uh, i discovered it because i was re-watching the tv show how i met your mother mm-hmm. and uh the song was randomly playing in the background of one of the scenes and just on a side note that show has a fantastic soundtrack F- discovered so many good bands from that also there's like classic music in there like radiohead and stuff yeah but yeah this particular band i was like oh, let's go check this out because i really I, I, for some reason that particular song is just so addictive and uh turns out they're an amazing band one of my new favorite bands i listen to them all the time but that particular song <laughs> i i've listened to it like 50 times in the past couple of months and i never get bored of it i don't know it's just a really good yeah. song so yeah they're like they're like some songs just like it's good and you just never get tired of it and like and it always yeah. like cheer you up and make you smile That's I, I'd say right now actually the, my the, the song i've been listening to the most often um how to be a heartbreaker like mariana and the diamonds it's just for some reason i was at work one day and that song just pops into my head and it was the glee version of that song because um at the beginning of the pandemic for the first two weeks i had watched all six seasons of glee with my mom wow. and that song came out it's just like i'm thinking of this like it's like i just go home listen to it and just like this is a nice song <laughs> but yeah like Sometimes you can just like find the random songs just pop into your head every once in a while. It's just like, that's a good song. Why should you listen to it more often? It's just like, it's weird. I, I tend to, I mean, I've always had like playlists. Like when I was growing up, I would have, um, you know, I grew up with everything. Walkmans, um, you won't know what that is. Basically, you see. I do walk- know what Walkmans are. You know what a walk- Okay, so it's I. This is like a really old version of an MP3 player. <laughs> it's a CD player. Yeah, portable basically. CD player. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first thing I had, and then very shortly after, we started getting MP3 players and stuff, and then eventually I got a uh, iPod Classic, and I used that for many years, and then it got to the point where like phones, you know, Spotify was free, you know, there's no point having an iPod anymore. 
Um, so now I've just got like I would always listen to stuff on uh, shuffle. So I'd listen to everything, like you know, metal, pop, rock, classical, whatever. But because I'm now into that moods thing that I told you about before, um, yeah. I have to have in playlists because I can't just you know go from like metal to like I don't know classical. <laughs> yeah, it really just kills your vibe. Yeah. It's just like hell yeah, this is fine. It's like huh, this is hmm. <laughs> yes, I've gone. I've gone from like headbanging religiously to relaxing to some really really relaxing Tchaikovsky I don't know <laughs> jazz just all of a sudden smooth to play. and just like it's like hell yeah Eric, like, Eric huh. Satie that's the guy I wanted to say Eric Satie yeah that guy is brilliant yeah I mean you can just like I mean I have playlists on Spotify I don't use them as much because it's like when I have when I think of a song it's like I'm just gonna listen to it why not I don't know like a while back, I, I think a week ago, and I still do it sometimes, I, I listened to, like, Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra, mm. like, multiple times. It's like, oh, what am I... Yeah, I think my favorite song from him, because also kind of one of the only songs I know. I know my way, I just don't know the lyrics to it. <laughs> it's just like, Fly now Me to the Moon. It's, just, it's such a... It's such a yeah, it's funny, I, I can... I know, because Frank Sinatra famously hated singing that song. Uh, he like it was the one song that he just detested and i can see yeah. why it's such a like it's supposed to be an uplifting song but it's like soul destroying <laughs> oh the end is near and <laughs> so i face the final yeah <laughs> do you know it's what i mean like, like get, it gets tired of it but it's like it's a good song when you like bring down, but I, it's just it's like it's the same reason that Nirvana never like hated playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like when a song gets overplayed, like you just don't want to hear it. You yeah, know what I mean, I sometimes like you never get tired of a song, but just because you don't get tired of it doesn't mean that they get tired of it. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah, no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But it's it's yeah. just funny to me when the artist hates the song. That to me is <laughs> funny. It's like they wrote a song. It's like platinum charts. It's just like I don't like singing the song. <laughs> I, I think the the worry is though, isn't it? Is that like everyone just comes for that one song? Because whereas like yeah. bands like Nirvana and and or uh, France and Archer had so many classics, there are some bands who only have like that one song. Like, yeah. like do you remember? You I don't know if you know them. But there was a band called Fountains of Wayne. Who did a song called Stacy's Mum? Stacy's Mum. Stacy's Mum has got it going on. You must have heard that at some point. I, at one point, probably. But probably, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. that song was like played cr like crazy in the mid to late two thousands, right? And um, it was one of those songs where that that it, they were a one hit wonder band basically. So yeah. after that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they still probably even make music to this day, but they just. Meh just it happens sometimes you know? yeah i mean you can have that like one song this just blows up overnight and it's just like dead that's it that's on you know what i would do if i was in that situation where i had a one-hit wonder and the band didn't make any good records after i would i would cut off at a, a certain point and then just do a different band yeah do you know what i mean like just no there's, there's nothing sadder than than continuing with something when like no one's interested like i mean don't get me wrong you should always do what you love in life uh but yeah. like you know if you're a musician you're trying to make a living out of what you're doing right yeah and if it's not working i mean i suppose it depends doesn't it because if you're getting gigs and people are buying your records then it is working so i suppose it depends on yeah i don't know mate I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> about that one. 
<laughs> I mean, still. So yeah, because I mean, and also yeah. to be fair, you get like a lot of royalties off that song as well. So it's not like a bad thing, you know. Yeah, like then you get like into like the the topic of like royalty free music, like ones you can just like put over like mm. like videos, just don't get like copyrighted. And I love royalty free music. You can find a wide variety of just like different genres and like tones and moods. And That's I use royalty free music for my podcast, and it works well. So I think I think it depends. There's a lot of music. Yeah, there's some good stuff out there, and then there's a lot of. <laughs> it has that sound. It's yeah. like you know it's royalty free, and it's like yeah. <sighs> um, if you if you listen to my intro and outro, it is definitely you can tell it's royalty free music. But still, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you need like music for a podcast, go find some royalty free music. There's a bunch of shit out there. I just I just make my own. Do you know what I mean, screw it. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. But if I if I decide like I'm just gonna make it myself, I feel like that is going to take longer. But at one point, when you get it down right, and it's like it's good, leaving out that. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another question: How about your all-time favorite song, like that? You know, it's your favorite. It's like not at the moment. Do you have one at least? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Whenever people ask me, I was like, "Who's your favorite band? Who's your favorite uh, artist? This... Song? Like, it's impossible to choose. There's so many." Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like it. It changes according to which way the the wind blows. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I'd say some of the bands that I listen to the most are uh, there's this Estonian band called Miljadid, who I listen to quite a lot. I listen to a lot of Estonian music because I lived there. Uh, big on City and Color, Mac DeMarco. Um, like, so many like classic musicians like The Doors or Hendrix or something, you know, Johnny Cash. You know, there, there's yeah. so many. It really depends like what mood I'm in. Like I love The Smiths. I love like alternative music. Like... Um, I'm really into that. I'm really into like 80s, 90s kind of alternative music. I suppose yeah. that's like my favorite right now. But again, it changes. Like I'm sure in five, 10 years, I'll be just listening to something completely different. So yeah. who knows? Who it's knows? like, I, I, I understand you. So it's like, when somebody asks me, it's like, oh, what, what music do you like to listen to? It's like, like, I'll give them like a few genres that I usually listen to. But yeah. in all reality, it's just like kind of changes right now. I've been listening to a lot of K-pop. K-pop is like, extremely catchy. <laughs> I was on a podcast recently, I won't name, but like they asked me this same question and I was like, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, of course you know. And then one of them sort of follows up with like, what, what's, what's the sort of song that you listen to when you just, you know, you just, you're like, oh, God damn it. You, know, you just want to like break stuff. And I'm like, well, in that scenario, I'd probably listen to like a metal song, but like, I don't really listen to metal anymore. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah weird for me to even ask and like they were like okay well what do you wind down to and i'm like well it depends yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I, hard like, to answer. honestly everything like just comes down to it depends yeah it's like how am i feeling what's happening from my day what's happening now i always like, just say if people are interested just follow me on spotify that's the easiest <laughs> way then you can just see what i listen to you know oh there's a there's a really good website i don't know if people still use it but it's called uh last fm and uh, it basically you can connect like your your Apple Music or Spotify to it, and it will update it with all the music that you listen to. So it's basically like telling people like this is what this person listens to the most. So it's a great way to find yeah. out like what someone listens to, and a good way 
if you want to buy them like music to do that or yeah i mean wanna, i don't know figure out what they're into that that is smart because i'd say i listen to a, a wide range of genres like i cannot really choose a specific genre that like i like the most i like them all equally yeah like i have like classic yeah pop like the like the spanish music love listening to that because i can sing in spanish so that's good cool and then you have k-pop which i love so i love spanish music like i was listening yeah. to some, some, some uh, santana the other day i was i just love the way it sounds like like how can you not love that it's so like like then you have like those like kind of poppy reggaeton music um like songs like yeah you can like show to that it's like like reggae type yeah reggae music is good yeah it's good like i i listened to um a song recently it's like it's Kalima, and I don't remember <laughs> their their names. Uh, hold on, let let me look that up right now, cause I can do that. <laughs> nice. Why not? Kalima, yeah. So Kalima, so basically, um, by a guy named Pedro Capo, just kind of like starts off like this, like slow, like okay, kind of like getting into it, then it goes into like like reggae type vibes, mm, okay. and you can get into like point that. It's catchy to sing along to because if I can choose a song that I've never listened to, like a, a Spanish song, if I like the way it sounds, I'll listen to it more and try to learn how to sing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes I'll like it, but like I'll just never learn how to sing to it because sometimes it's like too fast. And I guess the point, like the rap parts, yeah, it's getting a bit iffy. <laughs> That's the funny thing, isn't it? As well, because like there are so many songs that are like. Like I think of like La Bamba, like how huge that song became. And it's a Spanish song, right? But it became huge internationally. So it's like, yeah. it is possible for like non-English speaking countries to just get really successful with a song. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Like I, th- I think it shouldn't ever really matter what the language of the song is. It's more about like, because yeah, at the end of the day, music at its core is just sound, isn't it? And yeah. if you like the vibration of it, then it's, a, I suppose, a good song, so to speak, you know? Yeah, most like, people agree like yes we all agree this is a good song we all like this this is a good song yes <laughs> then, then you have one person i don't like this like what yeah music? and like, they are music critic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nah like i don't like the bass drum it's like you say what and you have like people who are just like really obsessed with like a group or like a song that like they'll defend it as much as i can, do you know what like, i don't what? like i don't like it when people t- turn around to you like not just with music but anything in life and they say oh like how can you like that it's so terrible and you're like well it's subjective though isn't it like like for instance someone dropped a message on um because uh, i post sometimes on on uh, reddit right and uh so i post like my original songs on there and someone said like hey yeah i've been listening to your music a lot lately and and they, they were trying to give me like constructive criticism but they're criticism was kind of redundant and i'll explain why they basically just laid out like hey i've noticed that a lot of your songs have very similar chord progressions and it's really boring that they all sound the same and i'm like well they don't all sound the same they do have similar chord progressions i'll admit that but like not all of them do sometimes i use like chords that are like not usual chords or like like an asus or like a i don't know c with a d or, do you know what i mean like extensions of chords and stuff like yeah. not just the standard ones but sometimes i do just use the standard chords right or like slide the capo up in different places like for me it's all it's more about the sound like i don't care if a song is easy or complex i care about like how does it sound is it catchy is it not do i like it right 
and he's explaining all of that plus yeah you know and you should uh have things like intros pre-chorus chorus and he's basically just saying like you know like how to write a conventional song and i know so many musicians that don't write in that way because there are no rules with music like you can do it any way you want like and there are some bands that have based their entire like status quo for example based their entire career on just three chord songs and look how huge they became you know like there are no rules with music so all the creators out there just musicians out there if if you're making music do whatever the hell you want right as long as it sounds good and you like it who cares what people think <laughs> yeah exactly like i've listened to some like really like weird songs like just like this is interesting but they also make them unique in that way yeah it's like like eiffel 56 i think or 65 i don't know what it was but like that like i'm blue that would do with that song it's like that's unique you can all like i i was blown away by because obviously when i started writing music i just assumed that all songs were written you know intro you know was it bridge chorus verse two you know like that's how i thought songs were written and then when someone started giving me music like hey here's progressive rock and progressive metal you know here's different time signatures here's you know here's a song that doesn't have any uh, you know uh verses it's just one long do you know what i mean like and it blew my mind that there was so many different ways you could approach it and none of them are right or wrong it's just how it's done how different bands interpret music and stuff and like sometimes you know a song it won't even have any lyrics or what you know it will just be a mixture of different stuff with no apparent sort of consistent thread or whatever but like i just think it it really doesn't matter like how you put it together like as long as it just is something to vibe to and people like it and you like it like i think it's okay really i mean it's yeah, I guess I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to me. And, you know, I think it's good to stray away from the norm as well. And like, even if you are doing stuff which is repetitive or the same, like, you know, there's, again, there's so many bands that do that and do it well. I mean, there's, there's that famous thing of um, the four chord song, isn't there? I'm sure you've probably seen that. And it's like, it's basically that every pop song for the last, 30 40 years has the same four chords and if you sing the rhythm it's you can sing the lyrics over it and it'll work right but like that kind of shows you everything you need to know it's it doesn't matter like what chords you're using it's more about the melodies and just kind of focusing on what the song is trying to achieve you know like when i'm writing a song i don't really think about does it have enough verses should it have a chorus you know i'm just thinking like do I feel like this is done or do I feel like there's more like, you know, what, what do I feel like? That's what I rely on at least. Yeah. I mean, then you're like, if you go into like queen, which is like classic, like, and you hear Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. that song changes genre and key changes. And just goes from like ballad type to opera to rock. It's kind of the perfect song to yeah to illustrate what we've just been talking about like yeah. if you ever want a song to tell you that there are no limits to music it's bohemian rhapsody this, <laughs> yeah yeah that nice ballad part then it goes to the operatic then rock and it's like i think it's the perfect it's the perfect as well like like that build is the perfect way to kind of how a song should be built up like i feel like some of the best rock songs often start yeah slow into like heavy you know it's like yeah 
Oh, I can't. I can't make that joke. Actually, that's a bit too. Okay, never mind. Um, I was going to make an adult joke, but let's let's. let's oh, that. Basically, point is, you don't kind of go. You know, you build yeah. to the end. You build slowly, and then you get to the end, and then it's hurrah! Big celebration. Yeah, it's like hell yeah! This is nice. <laughs> Honestly, like just songs in general and music in general is amazing to just appreciate even just just like you have this like small artist just trying to start out and making original content mm. and original songs you for example just you can one day just have it for what you have and people will appreciate it it doesn't matter you don't have to have like a million like followers and just like listeners just like oh this is good even if you have like a few and that did support you and appreciate you on your journey that's well enough i love that yeah i love that there are actually like people commenting now on my songs and being like hey i really like this and i'm like wow like that's that's cool because i just do it because i love it you know I, obviously i want to do this for a living but like first and foremost i do it just because i love music and i love to create and you know if i feel like i have an idea i get excited and I'm like, i want to put this out there and you know just float the idea and you know it's it's fun it's, it, it yeah. should always be fun like you should never do anything in life if it's not fun yeah i mean if just do what you like to do that's like really what life is just finding out what is right for you and then doing it because you like it like i i do a podcast because i like it it's fun it keeps me busy i sing and i rap not professionally though because i don't think i've never had like professional training Oh, you don't but need I do it because training. you don't need that's, to. That's a fallacy, my friend. Yeah, like, I, Dude, I, I, ne I never, I never had fun. professional training. Like I was self-taught, and you know, I had like a few lessons when I was much older. But even from that, I just discovered I'm better off teaching myself. And yeah. I, I think the whole professional thing is just a. a the way I look at it is, if you've put some like some music out there that you've produced, I'd say that's professional. But, yeah, you know, if you, if you've I mean, got a few gigs. If you produced a record, then you're professional. Yeah, I feel like you can teach yourself more by like just like being self-taught than having like actual lessons. Because that's why I, I enjoy teaching myself a bunch of stuff because I feel like I can learn more by doing it. Lessons can help you give structure. Sometimes, yeah. you know, for some people, I, th I think I wouldn't completely rule it out. Like, for example, in my first band. I remember it was a metal band, right? And I was the rhythm guitarist and lead singer. And my lead guitarist was, uh, from what I remember, he learned by lessons. And he was a great lead guitarist. But I, ha I remember having to kind of teach him rhythm chords and stuff and help him with that because, you know, he kind of lacked like la natural timing. And that was something that I just had, right? Because I always felt like it took me about six to eight months to fully learn how to play guitar. But after that, it came quite naturally. And ever since then, I've just had that kind of natural inclination towards it. But not every player has the same natural timing and stuff. It depends. And I always felt like with the lessons, it's quite rigid. I feel like you can learn a lot from it, but like you can't teach someone how to have soul or yeah. rhythm. That's something that like, you got to feel the music. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know how that yeah. sounds. It sounds a bit lame and silly, but it's true. It's, it's like, it's very easy to just learn the chords and play the song, but that's not the same as playing a song with like soul and rhythm. It's a very different thing. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that, that was something I remember when we were working together that we had to kind of 
teach each other because like i learned from his technicality and he learned from the rhythm of and soul of what i was doing and that's why it worked yeah it, like you need to be able to feel what you're playing to understand it in a way like we said you can't teach anybody soul you need to put soul into it just something you gain naturally and that's just from your own experiences i think having being open-minded being as open as you can really helps you know i I think everyone has soul in them because to me it's a sort of thing of like you know if you take like the blues the the style of music the blues is straightforward it's basic chords scales and then someone just singing about how crappy their day was or like someone who left them or something (laughs) like that and everyone I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. Everyone has something they can say like, yeah. hey, I had a bad day. Hey, I had a bad time. I had like, a rough patch. You can find something to relate to in those songs. It's just like, yeah, I feel it's just like, even if it's not Absolutely. exactly how it is, you can just like relate to it. You can like feel their pain and stuff. So, well, that's, yeah, it, that's I true. Understand. That's true, actually. That's a good point as well, yeah. Yeah. So I think I should start wrapping it up because I... I have no idea where this conversation is going to go from here. It's gone a million different directions, but that's the podcast. You can start off with a set topic and just, it can fluctuate beyond compare. Just like talking about music. Oh, let's talk about Star Wars. And then you build off from there. For example, as we did. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Christian for once again being here and appearing on season one. Thanks for having me. Um, Christian, I'm going to give you some time. Promote your channel and your podcast and what you do. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I have a podcast. It's called The Christian Reeve Podcast. It's available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way to find out where it's based is to just go to my website, www.christianreeve.com. In terms of everything else that I do, I'm a content creator. So I have a YouTube channel, two YouTube channels, in fact. My standard channel, which is Christian Reeve, and my second channel, which is Christian Reeve Gaming. I won't explain the latter because you know what that is. But the main channel has a mixture of stuff. It has vlogs, Urbex videos, music. I'm a big musician. I'm always writing and doing covers and stuff. So there's always something a bit different. Basically, I'm a variety channel. And so you'll always, yeah, there'll always be something a little different down there. Um, But yeah, check me out. I do uh, Instagram exclusive content. Uh, If you just search my name on Google, you can find me everywhere. (laughs) If you just Google me, you'll find some stuff. (laughs) Like, for real i've worked very hard on the seo and marketing so right up there yeah <laughs> i mean honestly with like think about variety channels probably one of my favorite channels because you get i said it's a wide variety of stuff you get vlogs you get gaming you get like music podcasts honestly one of the best types of channels you can have is a variety channel like they There's, also have depends there's some people that say that it's better to focus on a niche focus on certain things the only reason the main reason i do variety is just because i like a lot of things yeah (laughs) if you can't decide what to do just do all of them (laughs) yeah basically i don't know so i just post song covers i play games like mash them together just done pretty much yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that's all for this week Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week. Perhaps curious curiosity and always stay curious. Bye guys.